it's my lifestyle, it's my lifestyle. <laughs> welcome, welcome to the Grounds Crew, a podcast covering all things baseball. We're brought to you by Baseball Lifestyle. We good? Yes. Excellent. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Grounds Crew. As always, I'm your host, Josh Gerson, along with my co-host. Bill Rom. what up, guys? So, as always, before we get started... Make sure you like and subscribe, toss us a review, leave us a comment, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Okay. Smash it. Smash it. <laughs> um, Bill, it feels like we're we're in like high school right now. Everybody's just chirping each, each other at different things. He said this, he said that, there's a problem, Everybody, there's things coming out every week, oh my god, there's drama, 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 which I feel like baseball's just been loaded with drama the last like three years. Um, the sticky substance scandal, little alliteration for you. Uh, we're doing another episode on it because since last week, a lot has come out. Uh, there's just more layers to this this thing. Uh, people started asking questions to Garrett Cole directly now uh, because obviously he's been a topic of the worst uh, interview, the worst interview in the history of interviews. Somebody get that guy a PR person. Um, they asked him, Garrett Cole, straight up, are you using spider tech, which is a, a substance, you know, sticky, whatever. He goes, after thinking for like a whole 30 seconds, like it was an eternity. Like silence and just, him just staring Just staring into, into the space. Zoom call. I don't quite know how to answer that. I mean, there are customs and practices that have been passed down from older players time to out, younger players. Time out, time out, time out. So we're going to break this down. <laughs> sure, let's go for line it. Line by freaking line. Are you, so you're admitting that you cheated but that there's customs that are okay. Mm-hmm. Well, customarily, I use steroids. That's yep. okay now? <laughs> like, in the rule book, this is illegal. And we talked about this last episode. Like, we have unwritten rules of the game. Now we're talking about customs. No! Mm-mm. Why is baseball the biggest joke when it comes to cheating? <laughs> Dude, it's, it makes absolutely no sense, the amount of just, like, nonsense that can be like folded into this game and it's like okay who's the biggest cheater in the nfl team wise patriots patriots right (laughs) like everybody knows what it is the patriots films people playing right Mm -hmm. filmed it at the end of the day that they used that to help get an advantage yep they were penalized first round picks all sorts of stuff Tom Brady and the team deflate some balls so that they they can hold on to Mm -hmm. it and he doesn't, cool, cheating like like crazy. They got penalized for it instantaneously. Baseball, cheat until we tell you that the cheating is now a problem. Mm -hmm. Customs are bullshit. Baseball needs exact rules. They need to know what you can and cannot do. And there has to be clear penalties, like there is for steroids and performance-enhancing drugs now. Yep. You take steroids, you know what it is. Bye, 60 games, gone. Like, you know what it is. You get caught with tack on your hands, boom, bye, 30 days, gone. Gone. See yeah. ya. You're yep. cheating. Why are we like, mm, we're just going to toss them out of the game, that's it. What? First off, it's because the penalty's not low. But Garrett Cole, ooh, Ooh, customs. Yeah. Customs. So, yeah, the, the word you use, bullshit, is definitely the uh, the consensus on mm. that answer. Uh, 
And what's interesting too is like all this news came out of like, hey, there's going to be suspensions, and then all of a sudden, certain you know top end pitchers, their their command Ooh. starts going down, their spin rate starts going down, their everything just looks a little off, not quite as good. T- Trevor Bauer, his 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 off speed stuff does not look like it was. It's it's definitely a little bit different. So curious, um, and then you know obviously a lot of. Other players have different thoughts and opinions on it, one of them being Josh Donaldson, um, who's been already, you know, before any of this stuff was really coming out, has been vocal about, you know, I know who's doing it. I know what's going on. And then, he, you know, he called out Garrett Cole saying, like, I know he's using it. Um, and then, you know, they happened to – the Twins happened to be playing the Yankees this weekend um, or this week, and uh, people were asking him, you know, like – Donaldson, like, how do you feel about, like, that Garrett Cole is really, like, the face of this, like, quote-unquote scandal right now? Uh, and he said, I don't regret it. Uh, when I say something, I think it through beforehand. Uh, Garrett Cole is the first guy to pitch since the suspensions happened, and he was the first guy to see spin rates go down. Um, Garrett Cole, uh, 12 other guys have already seen spin rates drastically drop. So it's definitely not just Garrett. Um, you know, we were just talking about Trevor Bauer. So it's it's definitely interesting to see the how things are unfolding right now with the with the suspensions looming. So so I got to talk about this because Donaldson says this, and they're about to face the Yankees. Mm-hmm. And we live in New York, so one of the big things that I hear on a very regular basis is the Michael K show. And Michael K's dumbass, mm-hmm. boomer ass, says. <laughs> You should absolutely drill Donaldson in the ribs. Mm -hmm. Like, what the heck, man? What are you doing? Are you kidding me? Like, that's one of the most ice-cold takes in history. So, me and Josh, Mm -hmm. Josh came over, had some some Wagyu ribeyes last night. Amazing. Great dinner. Yes, he's jealous. I see Mm -hmm. Dietz over there. Like, what the hell, man? Uh, And we're like, you know, let's turn on the game. Let's see this at bet. So we turn it on. He goes, and, and and before the game, Donaldson's swinging in in rib protectors and all yeah. this stuff because the unwritten rule is don't talk about me cheating, or I'm going to bury something in your ribs. Yep. So I'm I'm ready for Garrett Cole to be a punk ass bitch like Michael K. Mm-hmm. and throw a ball in his ribs. And I'm saying to Josh, I'm like. The best you you play in the NFL, and somebody's talking, like you suck or you do this or you do that. Mm-hmm. What do you do? You come out and you roast them. Yep. Right. NBA. This guy cheats. This guy does that. Oh, oh Trey Young is you know pulling. Fa- cool. Do something about it. Mm-hmm. Right. Stop him. Yep. He roasts you. You can't talk anything. Get off the court. Yep. Right. Just Baseball. Like it's like if you talk about me. I'm going to physically harm you instead of just striking you out. Garrett Cole, I love the reaction. Mm-hmm. Strikes him out two times in the game. Donaldson wants nothing to do with eye contact. But if I had been Garrett Cole and I struck him out on the first one, I would have slapped my hand and held it in the air and said, no tack, bitch. Mm-hmm. Like, yes. Like, be more outright like, and say it. Does it mean anything? No. You look at Garrett Cole's line, he let up two runs in six innings. Mm-hmm. Guys, that's like a mid-three ERA. Who's that? That's Garrett Cole when he was a Pirate. Yeah. That doesn't mean he's not a really good pitcher. 
right? Mm -hmm. And that doesn't mean that he's not able to get guys out. However, the dude who's been out here throwing low two ERAs, that is not the guy we will see any longer. That's because he's using stuff that was Mm -hmm. letting him go through a course of a season and not have real bad times. Yeah. So, but I love the the no rib shot. Mm -hmm. What's your take on, like, guys saying he should have been hit? I mean that's that's ridiculous, and we've already gotten, we, we've we've crossed that path a few times already with like the Yermin Mercedes thing. Like that's that's being phased out of the game altogether. Love it. Like it it, it is what it is now. We're not in nineteen whatever anymore where that was a thing. Everybody gets upset about it. Like it's I'm all for you know like let your actions do the talking. Like yeah. absolutely dominate them. You know like when you're talking about like oh like I love that in, in the NFL when it's like you're talking smack like that. Um, the DeAndre Hopkins thing on Hard Knocks when he uh, when he just absolutely ended D'Angelo Hall. Yeah, you know, like that was that's that's how it needs to be. Like especially when this is all going on, you're yapping back and forth on social media, which I love. I think that's totally good. Like cool, let it happen. Let's keep that conversation going, good or bad, whatever. But then when you go on the field, like back it up. Who who's uh J- so uh, uh Jalen Ramsey? Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. Calls Josh Allen trash and garbage and a horrible quarterback Mm -hmm. he's gotten roasted every time he's ever played josh allen i don't think he's ever beaten josh allen at this point Mm -hmm. right and probably never going to beat josh allen at this point like so like go out there and just make him like yo you've you've now been sunned Mm -hmm. like sit down little boy you you don't get to talk anymore like that's what it should be like Mm -hmm. that's sports right We, we all play like you guys know we have we we have Corey in here to talk about the you know the 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 greatest pitching season in history. Mm-hmm. I am talking junk. He is talking. Ju- That's competitiveness. Yep. That's sports. But in baseball, it's like, no, don't be competitive. Drill him in the ribs. I am so happy that that's getting out. And I just want a guy be emotional, like strike the dude out, yeah. and then just scream, like, yes, mm-hmm. like go sit down, like cool. That's that's fun sports. Yeah. Be competitive, um, and and, and just this whole thing is a joke but what's not a joke is Pete Alonzo yes young Pete he's got uh he's got some takes Pete Pete had a pretty aggressive take um and I don't know if we have like the exact take like the quote? The quote. Oh, I got the quote. I oh, got we got the quote? Yeah, oh, yeah. All right. So here, here is Pete Alonzo's quote about... Because he was asked about you know, this, this whole situation. This whole situation. Um, and he said, his biggest concern is the MLB manipulates the baseball year in and year out, depending on a free agency class and guys being an advanced part of their arbitration. This was during some uh, like a Zoom call or something. And someone asked it, like, just kind of asked more about it, and he said, oh, no, it's a fact. Uh, he said in 2019 there was a huge class of free agent pitchers um, and the quote-unquote juiced balls and then 2020 strange year whatever and now this year they you know they came out and said they're going to be deadening the balls and home runs are down and um, and he and he thinks that you know if pitchers want to use pine tar cool let us use the juice balls and let's let's rock he is he doesn't care about it at all which I think he is in the minority for the the rest of the hitters in the game honestly the, the 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 subsequent take of he said that he doesn't care if a pitcher uses it yeah is like that's dumb shit mm-hmm. right like don't say that that don't that's wrong that's a cold take also 
But do you think he has validity that they manipulate the baseball based off of free agent classes? Because all I can think right now is who's really a free agent this year? And it's that all the shortstops are free agents. All the big money shortstops. Right? Yep. But, like, are we expecting the big money shortstops to not make big money? I don't think. I mean. Did Francisco Lindor play well last year? Did okay. Deeds, did he play well last year? Yes. He batted 256 or something like that. Yeah. Is that, like, was he great? No. No, he was fine. Homie got $341 million. Yes. So his performance in a single year did not impact his free agency or his ability to earn Mm -hmm. revenue, right? So, like, I hear Pete. There's definitely situations where, where, like, one season can play into free agency. Absolutely. But I think for the majority of the guys who are going to be free agents this year, it's not going to matter. Carlos Correa is getting paid. Trevor Story is getting paid. Where? God only knows. But they're going to get the money. I don't think if they're they batted 240 with 17 home runs this year instead of 35, like I don't think anybody's going to care on it. Right? Like yeah. that just does it and that's why like I look at Pete and I'm like Pete that that, that like I hear you. Like do you think they manipulate the ball too often? Yeah. Absolutely. The fact that the, the structure of the baseball has changed in the last two years, like, no. It should be much longer. Like, give me five, ten years. Like, if you want to make small adjustments here and there, sure. But the fact that, like, you're, you're going to dramatically change how this works, like, guys, like, it's a, give it a rest. Should, shouldn't we just, like, standardize what it is? Yeah. How long, how long has the NFL ball been the same? The, I mean, so each commissioner has, like, his ball. Mm-hmm. The one currently, I'm pretty sure, is the Duke. Yeah. Right? And the Duke is the same every year. Like, it's the same. Bo- like, they're yep. not out here tweaking. Oh, you know what? If we raise the seams up more, Let's make quarterbacks it a little more will like, throw more touchdowns. Like, yeah. I, I don't – like, maybe they alter the ball. Mm-hmm. Teams do have a slight amount of PSI that they're allowed to. Well, so, but teams can make it their own, like, addition, but the ball itself doesn't change, Mm -hmm. right? Like, the seams are the seams, right? Everything about the ball, and you're giving the ball only, like, a few hours before the game kicks off now, so that guys can't mess with the ball, scuff it up, do things to make everything better, Mm -hmm. right? So, like, the balls are relatively normalized, and, yeah, you can mess around with PSI because if a QB has a little smaller hands, maybe he wants a little less inflation, mm-hmm. right? If you have a guy who's got a huge hand and a rocket arm, right, you have Pat Mahomes, you have Josh Allen, and that guy's throwing a howitzer, he probably wants the ball filled all the way up. Mm-hmm. So it's dense as it's cutting through the air and there's no drag. Like, I, I get that that's manipulation to some degree of it, but that's like a pitcher going... Yeah, right, a little extra dirt here and there, whatever. I, I, I it, There's nothing, like, really, like there like these we currently have like the ball does different shit Mm -hmm. like how are we having the ball do different things and change what's happening that is killing the game Mm because like you're literally making it that like hey so we're, we're talking about launch angle and guys are hitting the ball harder and they're trying to tilt so there's more home runs so let's deaden the ball and now we have drafted players, developed players, taught players, coached players to do something that we now have to change from top down. Yeah. 
right? Like I just signed a dude to a massive contract who elevates the ball and mm -hmm. he's getting paid $30 million to $35 million a year. And you're going to take away, you're going to change the ball. So now what made him special, he can't do to the same level. Yep. So his special is lessened, mm -hmm. but I paid him. What are you doing? And like, what, what, what is the core reason that you think they don't want more home runs? I think they don't want more home runs because they want what the Mets have been this year, which is guys are dropping bunts down the line, manufacturing runs, mm -hmm. hitting behind the runner, doing all the little things right. that puts the ball in play more. So there's more plays in the field because what we were getting to was we had guys either hitting home runs or striking out. Right. The reality to me is take away the tackiness. Don't take away the ball. The, the ball is the ball. Mm -hmm. If a dude doesn't hit it, it doesn't go anywhere anyway. Do you think if they gave him, because like if anybody, if anyone who hasn't held an MLB ball, the seams are like slim to none. Yeah, it's very smooth. Yeah, do you think they gave him a little more seams and then said no tack? That kind of evens it out a little bit for the pitcher's end. Um, I I just if you look at this is what we're gonna use this as the example. Why can't everybody be Jacob Degrom? Well, Jacob Degrom's a but like that's not, but that's not fair, right? Right. The ball is able to be tossed around. Why is everyone not Taiwan Walker right now? Yeah. Like, right. So like, guys can do it already. Mm -hmm. It's just what we want more dominating. Like we want more pitchers to be dominating because mm -hmm. we don't like there only being like twenty guys who are like the best. Like, dude, if you're the best, you're the best. Like, what that's going to end up looking like is relative. But it's not like we don't have guys yeah. with low ERAs right sure. now. Yep. Now, how many of them are tacked up? And what's that going to change for everything? I have no idea. But, like, it's going to make strikeouts go down mm -hmm. because the ball's not going to just drop off the effing map. Yep. That changes how a hitter hits. I don't have to. Like, right now, I have to do it. Like, I have to just try to hit a home run because, mm -hmm. like, I, if I see a fastball, I need to put, put something on this. Because if I get a breaking pitch, it's going to break abnormally. Mm -hmm. Like, I can't even, like, my, yeah, my, there's been, like my whole you're life. You're seeing all these videos just, like, wiffle ball stuff. Like, you could tell that, like, the difference between some of these, like, sliders and curveballs right now from, like, 10 years ago, it's not it's not the same and, stuff. And you can tell me all day, oh, well, and we've talked about this on the show, like, mm -hmm. guys have the ability to use Rapsodo and things like that. Right check their spin rate and work on it make it better sure. right but we're talking you should see nominal tweaks mm -hmm. to your rpms right we should not see hundreds of rpm changes yep. on guys who are already good pitchers like garrett cole's the perfect example garrett cole's out here cheating to be elite to be a hall of famer mm -hmm. how is that like but he was already really really good how is that different than a guy like Andy Pettit, who was already really, really good, taking steroids to get better, taking HGH to get better, better, right? Yeah, because at the end you're of the day, already that, good. The outcome will be the same. You're just now yeah. legend. Yeah. Like you're getting into legend status, and like that cheats the system, mm -hmm. right? Because you're getting to a point that you're allowing yourself to move heavier and heavier up the ladders of historical dominance right. by using these things. I do not think that, like, and Garrett Cole, last night, his velocity was the fastest of his career. Fastest uh, fastball velocity of his entire career. 
Okay. Right? Average fastball was like 98.2 miles an hour. He was trying to hum that thing in. Mm-hmm. The reality is he still let up two runs in six innings. That's the difference. His velo can be up. He can be. He had. He had to put in everything he had into that start to only let up two runs. Where in the past he probably has an ability to coast because he knows he's got something on his finger mm-hmm. that I snap off this ball and this guy can't hit it, but it's gonna look like it's gonna be right down the plate and, and then it's, it's gonna wipe out hit slider. the floor yeah. like two seconds later because I can spin this thing crazy. Mm-hmm. The, the game doesn't need that. It needs baseball. And I think, like, deadening the ball was to make the offense more versatile. Mm-hmm. But what they ended up recognizing is we've just asked for a million of these balls to get made. So we can't change them. Yeah. We can't go back right this second. Mm-hmm. But the pitchers are too dominating because they're they got they got stuff. Some guys got stuff on their hands. We can't do that. The yeah. game we're, we actually made the game worse than we ever could have imagined. Yep. Um, because there's too much variance on you know what what a team's gonna yeah. do night in night out. The, fir- the first month of the season, everyone's shocking the world with like seven no hitters. Yeah. It's a bit of a red flag. Everyone's like, mm. <laughs> seems seems fishy. You know. And now now since this has even been in the consciousness, what's happened? No more no-hitters. Yep. Right? So, like, but, like, going back to Pete's thing, like, Pete, you're telling me that nobody's a free agent? On your own team, there's a free agent pitcher who is getting the benefit of all of this stuff right now. Yeah. Right? Like, he is going to go out and sign for $30 million. Like, right now, whose numbers were better? Right now, Marcus Stroman or last year's Trevor Bauer? Trevor Bauer, but by how but, much? But not that much. What was what was Bauer? What was Bauer's ERA last year? One seven three. He was a one seven three. Yeah. My Lanza, he got a lot worse. Yeah, no, no, that that's the problem. That I saw some like good sized Dodgers like reporter thing being like, we're about to find out that Trevor Bauer is not worth forty million dollars. But that's you're about <laughs> you just found out Garrett Cole's not either. Yep. Right, like you know but, who is worth thirty five million dollars. Jacob DeGrom. Oh, but you, and he's not even making close to that. <laughs> yeah. He's making like 28. Um, Stroman currently sitting at a 2-4 ERA. Yeah. And he's been really, really good. Really, really solid um, on the season. And, like, that guy would, like, he's putting up what would be established as an elite season and this is his free agent year. Mm-hmm. What's Bauer's ERA right now? 2-4. So Bauer and Stroman right now are the same guy in terms of just ERA. Yep. Right? Now ERA is so there's so much like noise in that stat. Yeah. Um, and Stroman is not a guy who strikes a lot of guys out. So what do the Mets have this year? Top five defense. Mm-hmm. So what does Stroman look like? An elite pitcher, because he gets a lot yep. of ground balls. Yep. Right? His splitter and his sinker, stuff that he throws, mm-hmm. gets ground balls, gets guys out in front. That guy's going to get a lot of money from this. Sure. Like, this has been a benefit for him mm-hmm. to have this ball like this because it's showing him. So, like, that immediately disputes, like, what you're talking about. Yeah. Like, I, I, and that's what I think is I don't think the league is so nefarious that they're manipulating the ball 
for people's service time and arbitration and everything mm-hmm. like that. I think it's more of a general as a whole what has the outcome been with whatever ball they're using. I yeah. don't think it's player specific. I understand like why you could think that, but I think overall like well, because Pete's mad because he wants to hit 52 home runs every year. Sure, absolutely. Right? He's like, yo, y'all are messing with my ball now, and I need, I want to be a 50 home run guy, and you're now out here making me a 40 home run guy, and I don't like that because I want to get paid to be the, the, the 50 home run dude, mm-hmm. not a 40 home run dude. And if you guys have this ball like this, you're messing with my stuff. Right. Right? I don't care if I strike out. I'll bat 222 with a, a 350 on base percentage and, and slug, you know, 600 mm-hmm. like that doesn't bother me at all you know so give me back my live ball yeah. and it's like pete sounds so salty and i hate that mm-hmm. like he, he he he's he's not afraid to say what he what he thinks he never has been yeah he's always been that guy mm-hmm. i hate that take hate that take yeah but a guy who's getting the benefit of both sides of everything <laughs> mr shohei Otani. shohei Otani, like homie's just out here hitting 470 foot home runs Sick. And also striking out ten guys in six innings. Yep. Like, I don't, I, yeah, it's it's ridiculous. And I saw a stat too. Uh, he like for his splitter, it's the lowest average against a pitch in the MLB. I think it's a point zero six seven or something like that. Like, so we go back. Who does that sound like? It's Roger Clemens, right? Clemens yeah. splitter had nobody hit it, right? You can't throw it all the time, but nobody hits it. Yep. Let's say out pitch and it, it works like a charm. Oh my god! It's absolutely disgusting. It's gross. It's absurd. And you watch him just repeat that mechanic, and it's just short, compact, zip. Mm-hmm. And then he also throws 100 miles an hour. Yep. Um, but uh, I mean, I, I think uh, the one the one thing I think he is suffering from is the loss of Trout. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's not getting some of the pitches that he was getting before, so his batting average has dipped a yeah. little bit. Yeah. Um, I also feel like he's got a swing that's boomer bust. Yep, absolutely. Like I am going to hit, try to hit everything 120 miles per hour. Mm-hmm. So occasionally I am going to swing and miss, and occasionally I am going to just tip it, and it's going to be this like little flailing ball. And I wish he would take some more pitches mm-hmm. and be a little bit more. Yeah, I think it's definitely stuff. him just you know being a little still inexperienced to some degree of like just trying to mash everything we talked about earlier in the season, like. He has the the hot like the hardest hit ball rate when he does barrel it up, um, but yeah, his swing is definitely all out. And you know, if people if there's no trout to cover him up, he's going to see more out of know, the out, zone. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's just not. And he's got to have that patience. Yeah, and he, that's just not there yet. And that, you know what? It is what it is. Will he's it still... ever get there? Is the question. Yes. Because I, I that's the only thing with Otani at this point. It's like, is this what Otani is for the next five seasons? Or is there advancement in this man? I think, well, here's, here's I'm already seeing this season, right? His control is getting better. So I'm yes. already seeing improvement, right? 10Ks, yep. no walks, his last start, beautiful. And he's had a few starts of recent that have all been really quality. Definitely, definitely trending that way, at least for pitching. Hitting, I think, is, you know, definitely a little bit trickier to in that respect of Haley taking more pitches, just being more selective, seeing more. I mean, listen, at the end of the day, it's his he's really only had one like full season of seeing a lot of MLB pitches yeah. you know so especially you know in a, in a season where allegedly everyone's a little bit filthier than normal you know like maybe he just needs a I little more you time you know uh get the filthy teas coming out today um but i don't know i think there's time for him this season next season i mean listen we talked about it. next season is going to be very interesting where 
where Otani is, especially, you know, like if we're talking about a season of, hey, like is your free agent season, you know, good? I think Otani's 2022 is going to be important. Yes. And, and like that's one of the – so there was a, uh, somebody who was watching on YouTube uh, commented, and he's like, he's definitely staying in uh, as an angel. Mm-hmm. You know, this is coming from an Angels fan. Yes, I saw you know? And, like, I love the optimism, but, like, is that the best thing for the team? Mm-hmm. And can will they be able to afford him along with everything else they have going on? We're talking about, like – Trevor Bauer, right? He's the top end of the market, and they have similar stats right now. He has a 2.7 ERA, and then also on top of that, he's an absolute machine at the plate. Yeah, it's, he, he's gonna—he has to cost more than Trevor Bauer. I like he has I, to. I so like, and that's the the challenge is like, I I don't know who his agent is. So, if Otani. D- Continues on his at least pace now, yeah. which we talked about. Sub three ERA, he's check, mm-hmm. right? 40 home runs on pace, check, yeah. right? So if he hits 40 home runs and has a sub three ERA and 20 plus starts, he's got to be the MVP of the league, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. The then question is, if he gets better or duplicates it in 2022, right? Mm-hmm. Is he the first $50 million a year player? By, by sheer, like, hey, if you were going to take two players that do this and put them together, he has to be. Right? Like, if I add up his numbers, like, who's the comp for him with a bat? Like, who's a guy who recently signed who bats 270 and will hit 40 home runs? Like, I'm trying uh, to think, like, there, there's... Lindor plays a gold glove shortstop. Mm-hmm. So, like, I can't comp them out because I, I think Otani's fine as an outfielder, but I don't look at Otani as, like, an elite defensive outfielder. Right. Um, and I th- also just think elite defensive outfielders are not worth what an elite defensive infielder is worth um, just because you're, you're, you're having to do so much more there. Um, is there anyone? I mean... He didn't sign recently, but like Giancarlo Stanton bats 270, 280, and then hits a bunch of home runs. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, like he's a boomer bust guy. If we're yeah. talking about like yeah. that kind of swing yeah. and everything. Uh, so like, yeah, they, I mean they have similar power bats, right? Right. So like, I would say that they're relatively comped. Like, and what's Giancarlo making? Twenty eight million a something year, something like that. Yeah, something crazy. But that was also that was a top end of the market a long time ago. Well, right, but he also when he got that contract and he was doing some of that stuff. He also had an MVP season in his yes, in his, right. his like fifty some home runs, and, and he also batted like three twenty or something that year. Like yep. that, he had a yeah, magical season that kind of just aligned everything. Yeah. So like we're now talking that Otani is a mix between Trevor Bauer and Giancarlo Stanton. Yep. What is that worth? That's got to be fifty million dollars. So I mean, if if we're gonna say we're just gonna for fun combine yeah. those contracts, yeah. yeah. Well, no, we can't. That's we sixty-eight can't. million dollars. Yeah, that's a lot of money. Like, you can't pay one. <laughs> but dude. but let's not let's. It's got to be fifty plus. It has to be. I would say like fifty-three. Do do we honestly think that gets 50, there though? I. That's such a like. That's such a lot. Like a lot of commitment a for lot. a guy. Who could get hurt? You know what I mean. Like he is sort yeah, of yeah, but like if prone. he if he hurt if he hurts anything, right? Mm-hmm. Can he do the other thing? 
depending on the injury. Right, yeah, like but, I'm saying, yes. like, say he, he one of the things falls off. Isn't he still just so good at the other thing that he'll get a rise from not having to do both? Yeah. And he's, like, listen, if his pitching just fell off the map, he could go and be a right fielder, power bat. And, and bat 285 and hit 40-plus home runs yep. every year. Yep. Now, are you overpaying for that if you pay him $50 million? Yes. Mm-hmm. But are you, like, if you pay him being four- hosed? No. No. Like, not. there's worse contracts. That if are- you paid $20 million for either guy... Per year, that's a steal. So, like, if for, you pay twenty million dollars for each of those show guys, that's the 40, or show the pitcher. That's for, let's, let's call that forty million dollars yes. as the, as as what we're saying is like. So, are we confirming right now? Forty million dollars is the floor. Deets, like, I need you in on this one. Is forty million dollars a, a a reasonable floor, or do we think that there's a floor that's lower than forty million? I think the biggest thing is what team is signing him because with the hits that a lot of these businesses have taken over the last year, that could be a difference in the contract. But yeah, forty million makes sense for sure. The, so then that that's a great big market. But that's also a great point. Hmm. Is the only reason he doesn't sign this stupid size deal because he doesn't go to the Yankees? His agency is CAA, by the way. I looked it up. Cool. And the, like the, the CAA guys kill it, but yep. like they, there's tons of different people that are underneath it. Sure. But when you when you look at this, if he says, I want to stay medium market, I want familiarity, I want to be able to hop on a plane and make it to Japan in, what's the flight from Cali to Japan? Eight hours, 10 oh, hours? Something like that, yeah. Right? So like I want to be able to do that. You go to New York, it's, it's not that, right? Mm-hmm. You're you're adding that it's not as easy to say, hey, you know, we we have off. I'm gonna head back home, or you know, somebody else is coming to visit me, and it takes them eight hours to get to me. They can leave at eight a.m. and get to me, and 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 we can have the day together. Mm-hmm. You know, we can we can go out to dinner. Sure. Like, he goes to New York. It's different. He goes to New York and he signs fifty million dollars. He's got to recognize that so, he's dealing with the pressure. So like, who west of the Mississippi can handle Shohei Otani's money? Dodgers. The Dodgers. The Dodgers. Oh. The Padres. Yeah. Oh, the Padres. Like, do do the Pods look at it and go, "He's the perfect, the perfect everything," mm-hmm. right? He he will would give us a, a like help our pitching staff, right? Substantiate our pitching staff so mm-hmm. to like with a with a high end guy, and. He is going to swing a super hot bat and crush home runs for us, mm-hmm. you know. So like, especially that he doesn't get the double benefit of now, and and we don't know if there's going to be a universal DH. But if he goes to a National League team, his bat's always in the lineup. Yep. Right, and mm-hmm. it's not that he's DHing for himself; he's just hitting for himself as the pitcher. Yeah. So the question is, does it, it would be the first time that a pitcher isn't DHing? Even though there will be a DH. Even though there, well, well theoretically, theoretically, if yes. they didn't have it, yeah, even, he even to, yes, he still probably. If he would. moved to the Padres, he theoretically would be hitting for himself as a pitcher and not as the DH. Like right. there wasn't an option; he had to. Yep. Right, and he would still bat like fourth. Right. Yep. He'd, he'd follow up Tatis, and you'd be like, "Wow, like this is incredible." Yep. So I, I could see, it, I could see San Diego being somebody who'd be willing to to pop that. Oh, that would be insane. Cause like the San Diego, like I guess Machado's deal is pretty big. Oh yeah, no, there's a his is three hundred. And Snell's gonna come up and need money in two years. Yes. Cause he's like underpaid right now for how good he is. Yeah. 
Um, he hasn't been having a great year, but he's meh. Yeah, right. He hasn't been horrible, mm-hmm. but he's been he's been good. He's yep. he's been a good pitcher. Um, I actually like watching the 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 Mets series. I'm I'm under impressed with their team. Padres. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we talked about it. Like, I, I wanted to split from that series, and, I and we think, got it. Yep, we got it. And and yeah, I, I would say I was I wasn't expecting Darvish to to actually mess them up like he did. Um, I thought the Mets would put up a little more of a fight, but again, like their lineup is in shambles right now. Yeah. So well, no, uh, not not last night. Not last night though. Not last night. But um, yeah, I I think I was expecting a lot more firepower from them. And yeah, they. they I guess it's just he lost a two zero start. Yeah, and it's not like the the Mets pitched like their best guys. When the Mets pitched their their best guys in the series, they won. Yep. Right. Like. Yeah. No, they started off with a, our back end of our rotation and still had like a pretty good game. Like yeah. we didn't get blown out. So. Yeah. Um, I, I look at them and I they they feel like somebody. So I, and I was hearing recently that they might be looking for somebody as an outfielder. But Fam has been kind of holding it down and do it playing well. Mm-hmm. But is he going to be able to substantiate that for the rest of the year, right. or do they need to go and get an outfielder? So again, like I look at that and I say that there's opening in the outfield for them, mm-hmm. and like yeah, them getting somebody, a bat out them there. them using somebody like that would be the team that I think could could pull a trick for that. And I just don't know why the Angels would. I think. Because the the NLS is so interesting right now, I do think the Padres or just somebody in that division needs to make some kind of move to if you want to win that division. Because at the end of the day, like whoever doesn't come out on top, like the two wild cards are going to be in that division. Well, the well, so I actually I think the the Giants are going to fade. I know, I know, everyone's saying that, but they're still there. Well, so this is some background stats. Sure. The the Padres have played thirty nine games against teams who are above five hundred. The Giants have played 20 games mm-hmm. against teams above 500. Right. So when we look at who they have played to get to this point, they just haven't played a great schedule to get them there, and there's no room for them to improve. Right. Right. The Mets have a similar situation where their schedule has not had many good teams they've had to play. Mm-hmm. So they've been winning games against teams that are meh. Yeah. But, but I look also, at the Mets and you go, you have McNeil, Conforto, Nimmo, J.D. Davis. There's four starters for the Mets who are still not there. Oh, and their, who everybody expected was going to be their number two or three starter, Carrasco, should be back at some point in time unless mm-hmm. he's the next Jed Lowry, right? Oh, I would hate to see it. And uh, Noah Syndergaard is going to be back sometime in July. Yeah. So, like, they're going to get better. Mm-hmm. And you're going to take guys like Lucchese, who's been solid but doesn't pitch more than four innings, yeah. and Peterson, who has been an absolute nightmare person this year as a pitcher. Mm-hmm. Those guys are going to be out, and you're going to fill – that team's going to get better. So I can see why, even though they've played no one, that they should be able to at least be as good as they've been, yep. if not improve. Where are the Giants going? Unless you trade for somebody, but – do you look at this roster and say that all these guys who are like older players are going to like continue to substantiate themselves? I believe Longoria just got hurt too for them, and he was having a decent season for the yeah. Giants. Yeah, and, and Longoria hasn't been like a super superstar, mm-hmm. but he's been a really good player for them, and everybody expected him to be a lot more washed. Right. Um. A, a, and another team that really surprises me, and they 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 got to figure out their pitching situation. 
the Orioles can absolutely swing a bat. Mm-hmm. They're like, I'm looking at the lineup, and I'm like expecting the next guy after the guy. Mm-hmm. Like I'm watching the Peterson start, and poor kid like steps in, and I'm like, the first guy he's facing is batting 330 with nine home runs, and I'm like, wait what? And then I'm like, all right, well they, that's why he's batting leadoff. They're just putting their best guy, and it's like they're like fifth hitters got 10 home runs, bat 285. Yep. Like, and then I remember that they play. In the AL East, and they play in Camden Yards, mm-hmm. which is like a wiffle ball stadium for yep. all of that that whole thing. So I get that everybody's numbers are nicer, mm-hmm. and like I forget then that the other team also gets it. And the Mets then score whatever it was last night, fourteen, 14 runs against poor Matt Harvey. Um, poor Matt Harvey. <laughs> Matt Harvey didn't let up fourteen runs. No, but I think Matt Harvey let up like seven or five, which and, happened his last start too. Yeah, well, I mean, listen, it's because he actually low key is like, how do I continue to help the Mets? Which yeah. that's my that's my low key that. theory. My low key theory is how do I help the Mets continue to be successful? I am mm-hmm. just gonna throw them right down the middle, let Pete Alonso absolutely tank shot me, yep. and get out of <laughs> here. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, Otani Otani's movement is, is is to me gonna be a really key thing because like Otani one I think is gonna be the MVP this year, mm-hmm. uh, and it's gonna be close for 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 the NL. Right, because everybody's gonna go and like, is 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 he gonna be able to, or uh, for the AL, um, is he gonna be able to stave off, uh, Vlad Jr., who's been hitting a sw- swinging a hot bat. Yeah. His pitching's just too dominant, mm-hmm. and he's gonna get the votes, and his story's been big. So I think he's gonna win this year. So then it becomes you have a potential MVP, who's only making what's he making eight nine million dollars? Yeah, nothing, nothing. Like. They're either going to have to reassign him, or they know they're not going to, and they're going to trade him. Do you think he? Because like obviously he's not very like vocal in the media. Um, do you think he has that kind of like I don't want to say ego, but like confidence in himself as a player, and like understands what his his value really is yes. to go out and ask for forty plus. Yes, definitely. Yes, okay. yes. definitely. Stone I cold, hope he does. Stone cold that pipe block. Okay, good. I think the only reason he'll take less is if he's comfortable. And for and like a lot of guys here would don't really understand it, but it's like, guys, he 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 speaks the language a little, mm-hmm. but you're in a foreign place making money. Yeah, right. It is difficult, and if you find comfortability, like moving to a completely different part of a foreign country, that's vastly different than where you are. Like we listen in America, you guys can look at it. If I if I am in Louisiana, it's vastly different than being in Northern California, which is vastly different than being in South Dakota, which is vastly different than being in New York. So like yeah. we have all these very like substantial differences in just our states. This dude coming to a foreign country, getting used to a state that has a population that he can live in and, and do, there's only a few places in the country that really could support a Japanese player who doesn't speak English right. like as his first language and and have him feel comfort new york la right maybe you know like the mariners but like it starts to get a little shakier everywhere mm-hmm. else also just to throw you for a loop he's only making three million dollars this year he's only making three million is that including the signing that's total yeah absolutely crazy and then making 5.5 next year absolutely crazy the mvp of the league like guys forget tatis because tatis is paid now like Tatis is paid. Yep. So even though he's not making a lot this year, he's making a lot for the rest of his life. Substantiated. Stone Cold Left by Block. Mm-hmm. 
Is Otani still 26? Yes, he's 26 this year. You have 26-year-old Shohei Otani is making $3 million, about to be the MVP and have one of the greatest seasons in the history of baseball. That is going to be an off-season thing. That's going to be the big the big thing of the off-season. Because I don't think if he wins the MVP, there is any shot. He plays on that contract next year. Yeah. I mean, why so where does he go? Yeah. Where does he but go? Also, like, that's a... The next year's salary, that's a very attractive trade piece. Well, so yeah. $5 for, million dollars for to, an MVP To absorb guy. him in, sure. Yeah. Like in the in that bubble. But you also know you got, you're, you're maybe paying $53 million. Sure. Yeah. What do you guys think? Is Otani worth $53 million a year? Or are we absolutely psychopaths? Let us know in the comments. We'll see you next time. Later. Baseball lifestyle. It's my lifestyle. <laughs>